Welcome to the Finally Marketing Networks podcast. We all know marketing is a very vast array of things and services. You will see kind of the evolution of marketing. We're going to interview guests from all walks of life. Stay tuned and enjoy the Finally Marketing Networks podcast. Today, we're joined by my friend Ryan Kemp out of beautiful West Palm Beach, about 40 minutes south of where I live in Port St. Lucie. He's an SEO expert. He's from South Africa, so he has an awesome accent, and he gives one of the best comparison slash analogies to what SEO is so you can picture it in your mind and how it works for you and your company. And you will be able to picture it in your mind, and it'll stick. So you're going to love that, and you're going to hear it in just a few moments on the next episode of the Finally Marketing Networks podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Finally Marketing Networks podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Slater. I'm here with a new friend, kind of in the next city over from me. I'm in Port St. Lucie, Florida. He is down in beautiful West Palm Beach, and he is an SEO expert. I'm going to use the word expert. He can maybe you know talk if that's true or not when he gets the chance to introduce himself. But guys, I will let him also share more details, but he's doing SEO for huge law firm right now. So, um, so Ryan, you've been doing this for a while now, helping, helping companies with SEO. And I would, again, you know, consider you an SEO expert. So when you go into working with these companies, is there a specific place you start? Like you go, we're going to look at, you know, the website, oh, it's not fast or it's not mobile friendly, which hopefully everybody's mobile friendly by now. I mean, what's <laughs> the, what is that go-to thing when you start with a company that you look at to see? You know, I think that's a really good question. And I think sometimes with SEO, it's sort of like, you know, a bunch of chefs, a bunch of recipes, and there might not be the same answer for everything. Um, but I do think in a, a good place to start with, you know, the minutia and the details might be slightly different, but I think most SEOs have a, a sort of a general idea of where to go. I mean, if we're talking about right in the beginning, you know, after, you know, we've been contracted and, and the clients want to get started, Obviously, the first place to go is an onboarding call. We take care of a lot of the questions um, and, you know, we take care of a lot of the, I want to say the details that maybe even the client won't know. Um, and we bring a couple things uh, up to the surface, um, you know, cost per acquisition. For some of the smaller businesses, they might not necessarily have that completely figured out or who their competitors are. Some of these brick and mortar businesses think their competitors just the guy in the same um plaza or maybe you know a mile down the road which can be the case but also online now they're they're uh they're sort of exposed to a number of different uh competitors so there's that too but um when i'm actually looking at a website and i'm ready to go i think the first thing i will do is usually a crawling and indexing audit it's more important for bigger websites definitely like that without a doubt has to be done first for smaller websites maybe not as much but it's still worthwhile and uh, and a, a crawling and indexing audit is basically looking at, okay, so how many pages are being crawled and how many pages are, you know, is, is the Google spider ignoring completely? Why are they ignoring those pages? Are they duplicates? Uh, do they have the incorrect canonical tags? Are these, do you know, do these pages have redirects, which means that the Google crawler has to hit the page, hit an additional page and hit a, a third page to get to where it's going. And so it just lands up excluding the page altogether. And that's called a redirect chain. Do they have a bunch of those? Are there entire sections of the website that are just being completely passed over? So I'll, I'll basically run um, a crawl on a program called Screaming Frog. And I'll also look at the Google Search Console. And, you know, Google will give me a lot of good insights. They, 
you know, there's this idea with SEO sometimes, and, and I think part of it is true and part of it is not true, but the idea with search, uh, you know, with um, uh, SEOs is that Google is sort of the enemy and they're, uh, they're keeping the information of why something isn't working from you. While it is true in some sense that we don't understand the algorithm, Google does give you a lot of information. It's just sorting through it is a real, you know, can be a real project, can be a real difficult time-consuming project. So in Search Console, it, Google will tell you what's going on. They'll tell you crawlers are hitting your site and why the, you know, why they've excluded certain pages. They'll tell you, here's your sitemap. And we've indexed page, this many pages from your sitemap, but we've also found, you know, an additional 20% of pages that we've indexed weren't even included in the sitemap. And where a lot of people might just go, ah, okay, whatever. No, that's Google telling you that your site isn't 100% optimally optimized, I guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah, with big websites, that tends to be a huge issue. There's entire sections of the site that are, you know, uh, are seen as duplicates. You know, if they've got uh, product pages, um, the search results of each product page, you know, if you go to like a, a website and you type in like, you know, kitchen supplies, that page might get indexed, but it's changing all the time. Sometimes there's no results. So then it, it sends out a soft 404 and Google's telling you, hey, with, you know, all these things are, are giving users a bad experience on your site. So if you fix it, we'll rank you higher because you're doing what Google ultimately wants, which is you're providing valuable insights and information to the user. So um, those crawling audits, pretty, uh, I think, are pretty invaluable. And then an indexing audit is just sort of taking that information to the next level and doing it more on site. Okay, so um, how, how are your pages interlinking? Um, you know, do you have like a nice, you know, spider web? I mean, it's called a website and we use the term spider and all that good stuff. Um, you know, is it a, does it look like a web? Is it flowing out in the right directions? Is is the, you know, are the pages that are on the far end of the of the website, are they being linked to um, and are they linking back? And also, how many clicks does it take to get to those pages? If it takes you four clicks to get to an important page, you've, your structure of your website isn't 100% optimized and you should take those pages and put them in the nav um, or at least make them one or two clicks away from, uh, you know, from the actual crawl. So, that's usually where I'll start for websites. And then the, the second thing that I'll go into usually um, is a strategy, um, you know, or actually, I'm sorry, even before that I'll do, um, yeah, strategy comes next. But before that, I'll do um, something like, uh, you know, a website, a regular website audit, looking at the keywords that they're ranking for, the pages that are ranking really well, the traffic that's coming into those pages. And then I also look at the pages that aren't ranking well and how are they affecting the site? If those pages don't, um, you know, get a lot of traffic and we, you know, we've got maybe 80% of your pages are getting very minimal traffic. They're taking up crawl budget. They're inefficient. They're slowing down the website. And there's a reason why Google isn't, isn't indexing and ranking them. So I'll take a look at those. Um, I'll, I'll see what keywords need to be added, what pages maybe need to be combined or completely removed. Um, I'll look at, you know, a keyword strategy in general. Okay. We know we're ranking for these pages, but what does the client want to rank for? What do you want your website to rank for? And are we anywhere close to that? Do we have pages for those specific keywords, products, or services? Um, so I'll usually do a lot of analysis, a lot of keyword analysis. I'll jump into competitor analysis while I'm doing all of this, because as much as, you know, competitor analysis is extremely important, I sort of see it bleeding into everything else you do. So when you're doing keyword research, Competitors are coming up all the time. Um, when you're doing, uh, you know, local SEO research, that's all competitors. Uh, backlink research, you're looking at competitors. So I feel like competitor research is sort of mingled into what you're already doing. 
Um, and then finally, I'll create a strategy. Um, and I like to lay them out on a quarterly basis and tell the client, okay, you know, for Q1, I'll usually send it a quarter in, in advance. So like, I'm actually sending out a ton of Q1 strategies right now. And it's time consuming. Um, you know, you've got to, you know, reevaluate what you've done for the current quarter, you've got to look at, um, you know, what you hit, what you haven't hit, opportunities, issues that have come up. And then you've got to kind of map out what the next quarter is going to be. And I like to be pretty thorough with clients. I like to be really transparent, really thorough, tell them this is what I think we should do January. This is what I think we should do February and March. Um, and as much as we can, we're going to try, you know, stick to that, that plan. Sometimes things come up, things happen. Um, but I think it's, it's good to lay out a good strategy. And then uh, the final thing is to actually do the work, uh, the tedious work of, uh, of link building, um, you know, the fun side of content creating. Uh, interlinking on the site, fixing uh, some of these crawling issues, some of these technical SEO issues. So, um, yeah, you get to kind of do that. And I, I would say that's, you know, our agency does everything from start to finish in-house. So we have our hands on all those pieces. Um, so, yeah, from onboarding all the way through to, to, to content creation and link building, that's kind of our process. That was a very long answer. <laughs> that was a good no good deal man i, I had already i went, left and went to the bathroom grabbed a cup of coffee and came back and Sorry, started <laughs> just kidding that was good no so i'm assuming that with all that stuff you're doing software is your friend do you guys have like softwares that are helping you or is it really like manual like ryan is going into the website and he is like finding all this stuff are you having softwares helping to be more efficient definitely some use of softwares as well um for the bigger websites, there is a little bit more manual, um, you know, scraping and, and looking at the data. Um, but there's a lot of cool uh, tools like, you know, Google Search Console, I mentioned, Analytics, Screaming Frog, which acts like a, a Google crawler, actually. So you get some really good information. Um, SEMrush and Ahrefs. So it's a little bit of both. I'd heard of one recently. It was called, um, and I've never used it. I heard it was called Market Goo, And it was a software you could put on your website and it tells you like, here are things you need to change on your website or do to make your SEO better. And I don't, I mean, I mean it's, it's been around for a while, I guess so I'm assuming it works, otherwise it would be out of business. But right. uh, what's your, what's your take on softwares like that, that you can plug into your website? Maybe you've never heard of one before, but like there's some out there you can just like plug it in there and it tells you things you should do to improve your SEO. Um, I think that they're getting better. I don't think that they're a hundred percent there yet. Um, I think you still need, you know, a person to kind of look through and, and analyze the data, but from what I'm seeing, um, there are some interesting software out there, softwares out there, and they are getting better. One that comes to mind is, um, I think it's called Jarvis AI, or it used to be called Jarvis AI, now it's called Content AI. And you can input a bunch of keywords, you can input, a, you know, um, the websites you want, and you can input a couple blocks of text, and it will actually write content for you. It's not, you know, Shakespeare or anything. Um, but in a pinch, it's, it could be good for uh, a basis of, of how to write an article. So for a, someone who's doing SEO themselves, by themselves, that don't like to trudge through all the work, they could use a, a, something like that to at least give them the, the starting 500 words because it's easier to edit than to write. So I think softwares are getting there, and that's, that's a good example of one as well. Okay. Yeah, no, I have heard of Jarvis. We've, um, we've used it before, and I know it's not. It, it is still good. It's not perfect. Yeah, of course, like I'm reading and going, eh, I don't, people don't talk like that type of thing. So you have to kind of like help, help it along. Like you said, editing it, which is can mm -hmm. way easier than writing. I get the, well, thankfully I'm not a writer, but I mean, in the, I <laughs> sit down, I go, 
I got nothing, you know, and then if I do write it, that's not good. So, um, but no, thankfully, yeah, software is like you said, are getting better. AI is unbelievable. The things that the that AI can do, uh, if those listening that don't know AI, artificial intelligence, you know, these people have sat down and made these computers do things that are just incredible. Uh, I don't even know how that world works, but I'm thankful for those that have figured out the AI world so that we can use them to help us help us out. Do you specifically with your business, you know, SEO, you know, thankfully it's a term now. I think people have, they, they know, they hear it, they go, oh yeah, I've heard of that. It's ranking on Google type of thing. At least I feel like 10 years ago, you mentioned it. People have no idea what the heck you're talking about. So when you go to somebody though, you might, let's say you talk to a local dry cleaner, one location, they're like, I need some SEO on my site. And then you go to somebody, the Walmart corporation, you know, Walmart super center. And they're like, I want SEO done for walmart.com. You know, how does it differ for you? Like when you talk about somebody coming to you for this little small mom and pop, I need to rank in one city to Walmart has locations all across the world that you need to help SEO. I don't know how long of an answer that could even be. I could be like a probably a couple hour answer for that one. But what would you say is like the biggest difference for those two that you have to do to make them both successful? It's an interesting question because, you know, SEO sort of has general rules, but yeah, you, I think personally you do completely different SEO for a large corporation than from a small website. And then you do completely different SEO for a service uh, company than from a product, uh, from like an e-commerce company. I mean, in some ways, like, again, there are, there are standards, but to answer the question about a big, like uh, a big corporation versus a mom and pop, I think the, one of the biggest things, differences I see is just resources. So the bigger companies that I've done, um, you know, the quote unquote, like Walmarts, they have a lot of their own uh, in-house teams, in-house dev teams, in-house social media team, you know, in-house even content team sometimes, or they've been working with another content agency for a long time. Um, so I've seen my role primarily for those to be technical SEO. So they want something very specific and that's kind of what they go for. They want like a crawling and indexing audit, uh, for example, or like an on-page audit. Um, whereas the small mom and pop places, they need everything. They want you to do absolutely everything. So, um, that's the, I, I guess, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's two different types of SEO, maybe just two different approaches of, of what's important, but I would say, and I don't know if you have this experience too, but you know, mom and pop stores, like, you know, to do local SEO, I think there's a lot more just, you know, the basic SEO fundamentals get reviews on your GMB, write good content, interlink it well, get links from other websites, make sure your site runs well. But for a lot of the bigger websites, there just seems like there's always more challenges. Um, and it's not just about writing content every week or every month. It's about real strategizing based on like, you know, the, the e-commerce site, the, the database, how the sites are crawled, um, so it just gets a little bit more technical in my opinion. What are you, like, I'm interested to hear what you think about that. Yeah, we've never done anything for SEO for like a huge multi-state place corporation. We've never done that. It's only ever been local, which we've had great success with, with doing that. And like you just said, all the all the basic stuff. So, you know, meta tags, you know, making sure the H1, H2, all, all that stuff is good. And then Google reviews. I push, I push Google reviews probably more than anything. We do push listings a lot too, making sure you're just on as many listing directories as possible uh, is one of the big pieces we'll push. But, and we've had good success with that. I don't even know if I was to be approached by a huge corporation, I would be like, I don't even, I'd feel weird p pitching them something because I've never done it. So I'd, I, I'd be one of, I'd be calling Ryan probably like, hey, Ryan, you want a, you want a client referral? Because I just, 
I would never want to sell somebody something that I don't, I'm not confident in my deliverables that I could do for it. And that one is just kind of my scope. Um, is that, by the way, is that, is that something I could ever pass over to you if that does happen? Are you, have you done like that type of SEO before? Please do. Yeah. I actually, um, I've white labeled to a couple, uh, agencies, so I can't talk about the clients, but big clients and the projects just get extremely specific. So it'll be like, you know, an audit, but it's literally for just one section of the site, one subfolder. Um, or keyword research because they're going to try and make landing pages to compete with um, a competitor. And, you know, I'm, it just gets very, very, very detailed and specific. But please pass it on. I'd be happy to share in the, uh, the wealth, the experience, and all the good stuff. All right, perfect. Well, I have one last question for you, or I guess two, technically. The first one is, what are you, if somebody is listening and they have a small business and they were to, so there's a two part, I guess, to this question. Oh, goodness. Okay, so. First part is how long, if they were to hire hire you to do something for a local restaurant, local, whatever it is, mom and pop shop, how much SEO, time in SEO would they be paying you to do every month and help them just, just progress to get to the first page of Google? And how much, if they were to try and do it on their own, would you say? So maybe they pay you and it's, again, you answer this, but like it's five hours to hire you, but if they were to do it on their own, it might be 20 hours because they have to like learn some other things or hire it out on Fiverr or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, I think it depends on the client, but I I would go anywhere between five and fifteen hours just to get a steady increase of um, of their ranks. You know, month over month. Um, I think I can't remember her name. Taylor Marley. Uh, oh no, uh, man, I'll have to get the name after this and send it to you. But there was so, uh, someone on the Google team actually said SEO takes anywhere between four and ten months, and they're on record saying it. Um, and so, yeah, I would tell them it'd be like, you know, five to 15 hours over four to 10 months. If they want the results a little bit sooner, um, I would tell them obviously then it's like 40 hours or whatever it is to get those, you know, to get closer to the four month mark. Um, but I, I usually think it's healthy to go anywhere between five and, and, and 15. Um, and in terms of how long it might take the client, I think it's exponentially longer. Um, because at the end of the day, what it comes down to is they have to do all the research, look through all the noise, find the right solution, and then do the research, like do the analysis and then implement. So something that might take, you know, an SEO one hour could be up to five hours. And I, and again, I don't think they're going to be sitting there doing it for five hours. So they start, they do it for half an hour. They're like, oh my God, (laughs) metadata, they stop. And then they try to pick it back up maybe tomorrow and they have to reread what they did. I think, um, yeah, I I honestly think it's an order of magnitude of at least five times more just because they have to learn. I agree. So when you say real quick, the five to 15 hours in the four to 10 months time span, which we always tell clients anywhere from three to six months, typically they'll see obviously movement, but first page, you know, ranking. So you're right in that window, of course. But when you say five to 15 hours, are you saying um, five to 15 hours a month, a week, or over that whole span of six months, a total of five to 15 hours that you're working on it? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was saying uh, five to 15 a month. What are you at in that range, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no. So that's uh, that's why I was curious, because I would say on average for the small business, it's typically between that five to 10 hours. That's why I was like, I was like, oh gosh, is he doing five to 15 hours every six months? <laughs> like how the heck is he doing that? So five to 15, five to 10 hours or so uh, a month to make sure for depending on each client, every client's different. 
Man, um, well, that was really, Brian, like, I've loved our conversation today. The final question I have for you is I would love you to share what is, how can people get in contact with Ryan and his uh, awesome named agency uh, if they want to get in touch with you? I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, we are Zulu Shack Creative named because my brother and I are obviously from South Africa. Um, so you can, you know, uh, find us at ZuluShack.com um, or you can, uh, you know, find us on Facebook, Zulu Shack Creative. And um, those are probably the two best ways to go about it. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know what, I had a real blast talking about this. I love talking SEO. So just getting on, you know, getting on these conversations with you, I'm like, yes, like this is like a highlight. So I really do appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Wish you nothing but the best. And uh, like I said, we're only about 45 minutes away from each other. So we should get together for some coffee soon. Definitely. Sounds good. Well, as you're probably starting to learn, SEO is a pretty technical service. There's a lot of pieces to it, but it's a very, very important service. And when you have somebody like Ryan with his company who's there to help you get those steps put in place, you're going to be in good hands. And you are obviously in good hands with Ryan. I hope you guys enjoyed that analogy about the going hunting and the farming and how picturing SEO versus ads, just so you can picture it. There's ads have their place. They can be expensive, but hey, if you want to be on the first page tomorrow, ads are where you need to go. SEO is that long-term one you're investing in, your ranking, and there's so much value in that. Of course, there is value in ads. I'm not going to discount that, but just tons of value in SEO. And I love that analogy. So Ryan, thanks for sharing that one with me. And I wish you nothing but the best. And everybody, we'll be here next week with another awesome guest as usual. So we'll see you next week on the Finally Marketing Networks podcast. We'll see you then.